Welcome to the Morning Scroll. I'm Rabbi Dina Cowens from Mishkan, Chicago, and you're listening to what will be a quick dive into this week's Parsha. If you've been meaning to brush up on your Jewish literacy or you're looking for some inspiration, you've come to the right place. This week we read Parsha Va'era. He appeared, the next chapter in the God Moshe relationship. Oh, and a bunch of plagues. Here's a quick recap. God tells Moses that this is the God of Moses' ancestors, and then tells Moses to let the people know that their time in slavery is up. Moses pushes back, saying his speech impediment makes him the wrong man for the job, but God tells Moses, tough luck, he's the chosen messenger, but Aaron can be his spokesperson. So Aaron and Moses go back to Pharaoh and do a little trick turning their stabs into serpents, but Pharaoh is unimpressed, so the plagues begin. Moses channels God's power and turns the Nile to blood, then a bunch of frogs appear and swarm the land. Pharaoh apparently hates frogs and tells Moses that if he gets rid of them, the Israelites can leave, so Moses prays and God makes the frogs disappear. Then, of course, no surprise, Pharaoh changes his mind, so Aaron summons a plague of lice, at which point Pharaoh's magicians are legit impressed, but Pharaoh isn't. So then we get a bunch of wild animals, and then Pharaoh tries to convince Moshe that the Israelites can worship God all they want, they just have to stay as slaves, so Moshe says, no dice. So it's on to plague five, all the Egyptian cattle die, and then in plague six, in which um, Moshe and Aaron throw a bunch of soot into the air, and it somehow gives all the Egyptians painful boils. Now God's really getting fired up and tells Pharaoh he was lucky God didn't bring the same fate to him as the cattle got, you know what I mean? And then Moses brings the final plague of the Parsha, a bunch of hail filled with fire. Moses, Pharaoh tells Moses that he was wrong and he's sorry and he never meant all this. And so Moses ends the little fiery ice balls of doom. But then, duh, Pharaoh changes his mind yet again, which means we got to come back next week to find out what happens next. So obviously there's a lot happening in this Parsha, but even though the main event really seems to be the plagues, I want to call our attention to something that happens right at the beginning that sets an important tone for the rest of the Torah, you know, in my own humble opinion. So the very beginning of the Parsha serves as a sort of introduction to God, where God tells Moses that this is the same God who appeared to Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob and made a covenant with them, which sets up the important plot line that this redemption from Egypt that's going to happen over the next few chapters is in fact God making good on the promise to Jacob at the end of Brashit and the promise that God made to Abraham many Parshas ago. But then God says to Moshe, Ushmi Adonai lo no dati lahem. I didn't tell them, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, my real name, which is Adonai. The mystical text, the Zohar, reads this as God saying, Yes, yes, I am the same God of those ancestors, but I haven't really been fully myself yet. I haven't shown my true colors. Only Moses, the Zohar claims, gets to know all of God. The Midrash takes this a step further and imagines God urgently crying out to Moses for help. Why does this matter? First, we're going to see a pretty intense relationship play out between God and Moses, and I think it's important for us to remember that their relationship has, at its roots, a real attempt at honesty and authenticity, right? Moses shares his feelings of inadequacy with God, and it seems God shares those same fears with Moses. Second, the rest of this Parsha and the next Parsha will show what might seem to be kind of a violent, terrifying God of big flashbang booms. By showing us a more vulnerable side of God at the beginning of the Parsha, it's like the Torah is telling us to remember that God is not only fire and brimstone. I need your help, God tells Moses, just before God unleashes a series of miraculous and terrifying miracles, which is a good reminder that if even God can have moments of vulnerability and loneliness, so can we, and our vulnerabilities don't make us any less powerful or capable. Quite the opposite. See you next week.